The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Hello. Hi, everybody. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio's Search Engine Optimization Channel. Uh, Stream it on SEMSynergy.com or pick it up on iTunes. Plenty of ways to get to the show. Our guest today is Todd Malcott from uh, basically also known as Stunt Double. Everybody knows who that is, I think. Virginia's going to sit down with Todd and get his recommendations on link building. Uh, That's sort of the topic of today. I think uh, that's an appropriate topic. Of course, link building has and is an important aspect of SEO, so we thought we'd talk about it and some secrets if there are such things. And uh, basically, what's link building? Um, That's when you take links and you stack them up and you make like cars and castles and oh, that's Legos. That's I'm Legos. <laughs> that's Legos. We were so close. <laughs> I get them confused a lot. <laughs> Link building. I mean, I, obviously, one of the pillars of of SEO. If you're not doing link building, then you have to make up for it some other way, and that just makes your entire burden harder. It was generally thought that um, link building was about half of the ranking algorithm. You know, they had 128 variables. They now have over 200. There's new variables that have been added. That would make link building still a sizable percentage of all the things that might contribute to ranking. I think it has been and, and is a cornerstone of a lot of what Google cares about. And it's sort of a two-edged sword. Yeah, I mean, we're we're constantly talking about how things are changing and, um, you know, how the algorithm's changing and how the emphasis is changing. But at the same time, all of these fundamentals are still really, you know, the fundamentals. You still have to do this same basic careful link building. You still have to go out and, you know, gather good links and identify good link partners and make wise choices about who you're being associated with. You know, even with all of the behavioral stuff that's coming up, it's actually even more important now because you have so many more factors to consider when you're doing your link building. One of the things I think that we have to just sort of uh, have in this assumption, uh, you've already covered the on-page things, you've already got content, you have something worth linking to. Right. Because, let's face it, if you don't have something worth linking to, spending money and energy on link building is a waste. So let's assume you have something worth linking to. Right. I Actually, I think that's a really, really strong point. I think a lot of people jump in and think, I need links. Well, first you need a good website. Okay, now you have a good website. Where are you going to get links? How do you, you know, how do you you even identify a good link partner? Well, 
let's go back to the field of dreams approach. If you build it, they will link, mm-hmm. right? Um, if they know about it. Right. <laughs> no. So it, it, a little self-promotional. Yeah, there has to be some degree of notification of your target linking site that, oh, by the way, I'm here and I'm worthy. Because a lot of these sites, those webmasters and those owners are too busy to run around and find things. It isn't like they have four or five hours a day just to do research on what is going on in the space. I mean, that's a lot of time. Yeah, and I don't think there's anybody sitting out there thinking, hmm, who can I link to today? You know, they don't sit there and comb through the Internet to find good linking targets unless you're a blogger, you know. Right. And and then you're looking for stories, not links. Um, So in that case, what's your story? What's your natural story? How are you going to be the person that they're going to want to link to? And how do you get yourself in front of them? You know, and obviously now we've got all these social media ways, which are great ways to get your name out there and get people looking in your direction in the first place. But translating that into links is still sort of a mystery black box project. The, you know, flip of this is uh, a lot of people buy links. A lot of people uh, actually do it in excess. Uh, A lot of people... I still get emails, dear slash webmaster slash, I love your site, link to me. You know, those kinds of what we refer to as reciprocal link requests commonly. Uh, I think that link begging is one of the hardest things in the world to do to get links. Yeah. You know, please link to me is is not exactly high on the list of the webmasters I want to do this today list. Right. Well, when, when was the last time you got an email like that and actually said, sure, no problem, I'll give you a link? Well, Ever? <laughs> generally, no. Uh, <laughs> it's, dear webmasters usually immediately followed by the delete key. The, uh, hello, how are you? We met at a conference. Uh, I love your site. You know, I see who you link to. I link to them too. I got this really cool thing. Is a much better email right. to receive than Dear Webmaster. Right. Give, give me some reason other than I sent you an email, therefore give me a link. Right? Yes. E- email is just like, that's just how you've knocked on my door. You now have to give me your, re- your reason to link there. Hey, I have this cool tool. Hey, I've got this awesome article series. Come check it out. If you like it, if you think it's useful, you know, maybe consider mentioning us someplace. Um, going back to Bruce's point about buying links, you know, I just want to, I guess, reiterate that there's nothing wrong with that if you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, I'm buying advertising links. I mean, buying Mm -hmm. advertising is basically buying links at this point. If you're on the web, that's how you get to whatever you want to buy through the advertisement. So you can do advertising links, but you've got to make sure that they're advertising links (laughs) and their traffic and it's not at all about page rank or anything like that. Well, think about it. I mean, Google, of all entities on the web, Google's got to believe in e-commerce. I mean, that's how they make their money is commerce. Um, so they're not going to have a problem with a person doing advertising. But understand, you buy links for two different purposes. You buy links for traffic just like you buy banners. Those are effectively links. Yep. You buy links for traffic or there are people who buy links 
because it is going to sneak through the Google filters and contribute PageRank. The latter is really not what, it's not a very productive way to do it. Uh, but if you have no links, I guess you're sort of battling for anything. Yeah. You know, it's the no-follow issues that are going to kill you. I I pay for a PageRank 8 link, and I didn't know that they had a robots.txt excluding that page. Oops. <laughs> so what did I just pay for if I'm not getting traffic? So some of those are kind of hard. Um, all right. Well, we've got more on this subject to talk about throughout the show, but it's time for a quick break. Stick around. In the next session, I'll be talking about, uh, I'm actually talking to Todd Malicote, no, also known as Stunt Double, about his link building recommendations. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com? Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With with FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Todd Malico, a.k.a. Stunt Double. Thanks for coming on the show, Todd. Thanks for having me. Uh, so today we've been talking about link building, and Todd has lots of experience on the subject. Last week you published a new blog post that was a comprehensive guide to training a link developer. People can find it at stuntdouble.com under the title Link Development Training, How, to link, how link Building for SEO is Like Picking Up a Girl. Uh, and that post really includes everything you would need to know about links and their importance for internet marketing. And I like it because not only is it a training guide for somebody learning to develop links, it's also a really useful list of considerations for link building for somebody of any experience level. At least that's how it read to me. Um, um, so is that what your intention was, uh, Todd? 
I really wanted to have something for for people of all levels that they could read it. Um, it, it as much it was as much for myself as anything in training and uh, helping to train in-house teams. So a lot of times I'll go in-house to a company and help train their people, and I think that the link development is really fundamental to SEO in general. So I always try to do link value, how to get links, and that sort of thing first because I think it's so important to the overall SEO strategy. And this... Uh, this guide really helps to train link developers. So I've actually used the, the same exact post and the same exact information to train CEOs on handing that down to their CMOs, to handing it down to um, other people uh, further down the ladder, right down to you know the interns that might actually be doing the link development research. And I think it applies um, from everybody from the CEO down if, if SEO is an important part of the equation. Definitely. And it's interesting, you know, link building, like you said, is one of the most important things that an SEO needs to learn how to do. Um, But yet it's still pretty misunderstood or at least not, you know, like it it always causes people to to question and and, um, trying to find out more information on how to beat the link building game. Why do you think it's such a mystery still? I think it's a mystery because it's difficult. I mean, it's it's hard. It, it's very, very simple in its essence, but it's very, very difficult in its implementation. So the idea of going out and getting links is really simple, but the idea when you go to actually do it and execute on it, it, it can be very difficult because um, just because of the actual negotiation back and forth and, and asking somebody for a link. Um, the old Mike Green quote is, you know, asking somebody for a link is like asking to do business. And if you're charging your interns with going out and asking people to do business, there's going to be mistakes made there, and that's why there's there's a lot of mystery. And like I said, having the CEO, you know, having the top-down approach, everyone from the CEO to the interns, understanding link building is important because if the, if the CEO doesn't understand it, then he's not going to delegate appropriately, and he's going to give, you know, the, the charge of buying links or getting high-profile links down to the interns, which is not the appropriate person. It should really be the, the public relations person or the person that's used to negotiating uh, that should be in charge of that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, there's really no shortcuts when it comes to link building as far as I understand. But, um, yeah, you're kind of giving the person that you put in charge of link building a lot of trust because I know we hear a lot about um, reputation management and, and like, <coughs> Um, setting guidelines for employees and how they interact on social media sites and link building like you said is another situation where it could be sticky Um, so how do you recommend preparing for that yeah, so I think uh, that's, that's becoming more and more important both in social media and in link development, and they kind of cross over between one another. Social media is a platform to make that introduction, to make that approach um, to somebody to, to request a link, to do link development. So link development used to be a whole lot simpler, too, of it was just sending an email and saying, hey, will you link to us? Well, response rates have getting, gotten so poor with that that you need a different approach, and there's certain things that you can't say. And I think you need to outline those guidelines as well well as allow people to use social media as, as the approach. So um, when, when I was comparing it to um, picking up women, the, a big aspect of it is the approach, how you approach somebody um, 
both in person to start a conversation or on the web to ask for a link or to do business, um, the approach is very important. And then how you transition, how you um, start that conversation, how you go deeper into the conversation and relationship is, is very important because people remember that first impression. They remember how you approach them and, and what you said when you first, first talked to them. So it's, it, it can be very important. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And, and something that people need. Um, so a few things that I would say, you know, on the list of don't ask kind of things, um, mm-hmm. definitely if you're emailing someone or approaching them through Facebook or through Twitter or to do link development, um, you don't want to be mentioning PageRank. You don't want to be mentioning anything about rankings. You don't want to be mentioning anything about money for paying for links, uh, especially not on the first um, on the first email. It's like, you know, um, I guess the equivalent of asking for sex on the first date is just not not a great idea, and you're probably going to get very very low response rates, um, and the responses you do get are probably not going to be the ones that you want. Uh, so it's, it's, it's also important that you're tracking who who is asking for what if you have multiple people approaching different companies for a link. If you have three different link developers and they're all going going out and scouring the web for places that you can get a comp- your company a link and they all ask the same people um, the same question of, hey, can we get a link? Or, or worse yet, they ask somebody where you already have a link or you already have an existing business relationship, hey, can we get a link from you? Um, that can look really poorly on your brand, and it, it can do detriment to your brand reputation. Uh, so it's important to be tracking those things and to set up those guidelines for, for link developers in advance. Nice. Good good action items right there. Um, okay, here was something that I thought was um, unexpected in your in your training list, um, you talk about creating a persona for your website. How does that help with link building? Yeah, so I think having having that persona ahead of time, uh, both that we live in the age of, you know, just Google me. So uh, rather than having a business card or whatever else, we have a LinkedIn profile. We have, you know, our company has um, Facebook profiles, MySpace pages, everything else. So if, if somebody emails me, I'm probably going to check out their website. Then I'm going to Google whoever sent it to me. Um, and I think it's important to have that, that persona. It doesn't necessarily always have to be a real person. It can be, um, and sometimes it is uh, like even with uh, Bruce Clay, you're you're kind of a face of Bruce Clay, and you're and you're representing the brand. Um, and and it's great when you can have a, a real credible person, and you can trust somebody to do that. But sometimes it takes, um, and sometimes employees leave and that sort of thing as well. So it's important to have just a persona. So a lot of times, what I'm seeing with companies is they're just creating um, almost a fictitious entity, and, and people know it's fictitious, but there's also a personality behind that, and the persona kind of takes on an identity of its own. Um, but still represents the brand effectively. And Um, and, and being consistent across social networks with that, being Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, all those different places, um, you you reach different communities and you reach different people in different areas, but it's important to stay consistent for the people that do frequent dig and delicious and um, stumble upon. If If they're on all of those networks, you get more bang for your buck and and you get better responses if you have that persona across multiple networks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so people want to know who they're talking to, but at the same time, you know, if you're dealing with a persona, it, it would seem to me it would be kind of different. Like you're not really talking to a, you don't really have the full disclosure there. But 
sure. And sometimes that's necessary, though. Sometimes you don't want. Um, uh, sometimes I think that's necessary. There's there's times when when that is necessary, and when people are accepting of that, when they're fine knowing that it's just a username behind. Um, for me, you know, originally stunt double. That's how it, how I was created because um, on Webmaster World, people generally didn't use their their real names; they just used a screen name, and there was no avatars or anything at that point. And on Webmaster World, there never has been. So it was a screen name. It was an alter ego. Um, it was a persona that I, I still represented that persona and at a certain point I associated the two and I think that way you have the option to do that too you can create the persona first and then you can decide okay do I want to re- represent my re- or do I want to um, associate my, my real name with this persona and I think you have to treat it as such that you're, you're planning to at a certain point um, you want to treat it as such that you would associate a name with with the persona. Um, I think even way back when on Webmaster World, you know, there was Google guy, and I don't know if, I think uh, Matt Cutts came out and said, you know, I, I was I was definitely not the only Google guy, but I was a, por- I was a part of Google guy, and I did um, respond to a lot of things as Google guy. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. No, I, I see, I definitely can see where it could come in as handy, especially across an organization. Um, but we've run out of time, which is really sad because obviously there's lots more that I could pick your brain about in terms of link building. So if you're listening and you want to find out more from Todd, um, there's plenty of places to do it. You can check him out on Twitter. That's uh, He's Stunt Double, and that's double spelled D-U-B-L. Um, you always are at conferences. You're, uh, you've done the Internet Marketing Ninjas video training series, and you've got tons of posts like seriously information packed posts over at stuntdouble.com thank you so much for coming on the show Todd thanks a lot for having me oh one more thing I'll add uh, Market Motive is the newest one so I have the newest videos are over at uh, marketmotive.com All right, cool check that out Um, and after the break we're going to take a look at the so called link building secrets SEM Synergy will be right back don't go away SEM Synergy will be right back Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. 
This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebOffer.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. LPO, landing page optimization, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia here with Susan and Bradley. And before the break, I talked to Todd Malico, stunt double, and he gave us some tips for link building. I asked Todd why he thought there was such a shroud of mystery over link building. Uh, people seem to always be looking for secret tactics that no one will share. Yeah, there are all these um, sessions at conferences, and they stand up there for an hour, and they give you a million and a half different ways to go about link building. And people still seem to think that there's, like, a button that they're missing where (laughs) you do this one thing and then suddenly it's 7,000, you know, links in and it's really simple and that's how some people get it done. And it's like, not really. That's that's not really what what happens, how it works. I think think that uh, I, I too, am am very vulnerable to the aspect of trying to look to find the, the one program or the one concept that will help me. I mean, it's really tempting to think that there might be something out there or some book out there. And um, while I continue hearing a lot of really great ideas, it's a lot of hard work. And uh, that is not welcome news to anyone who has all these other functions within their company or within running their business. Um, But there was a mention of the strategy. I think that you strategy combined with tracking in order to be able to really take a take link building as seriously as you do checking your rankings, be really be able to be willing to uh, create a campaign that is as diverse as you would go about trying to build up your site and being able to make it, um, you know, bug test it, you know, be willing to uh, have cost, you know, interaction with with the company, being able to come up with a specific direction you're going in coming up with a campaign so and I know that you know this is kind of part of link building 101 but it can't be said enough that you need to speak to an audience and you need to speak to your specific niche and then you need to give them something that they really want yeah I, I like I said there isn't really a secret and that's kind of the big secret and you know you say things like it well it's hard work it's not even that it's hard work it's just that it takes time and it takes understanding and it takes a really smart strategy 
walking in there blindly and expecting links to come back to you, that's never going to happen. You know, but something like, okay, well, what do I want? Who do I want? Where do I get the people that I want? Thinking about all of those things and then going out and crafting a message that's exactly for that, not just a one shot, you know, I go submit something to dig and now I will have 70,000 backlinks. No. But if you say, okay, I am writing to this particular audience. They live at this particular site. They are interested in this particular kind of thing. And you craft a message that's exactly that. You're not going to get dig traffic, but you are going to get traffic that's actually important to you. And the people who you want to see it will be the ones seeing it. And I think that that's really the big link building secret. Go find people who want to link to you. It sounds like that's the kind of thing that you also learn in ex- through experience, right. too. Um, the, the resources for you to learn what link building requires are definitely available. It's just uh, about the experience and knowing which you know idea to go after or you know how you're narrowing down your audience and that kind of thing. Um, Lisa had a post a couple of weeks ago about jumping into social media and the fact that you have to have a strategy before it happens. And that's really true of everything. I mean, we already know that about SEO in general. You have to have a plan for where you're going, but you have to have it about all the aspects of your, you know, SEO plan, of your search marketing plan. Because if you jump into social media without thinking about it, you're going to ruin yourself. If you jump into link building without thinking about it, you're going to ruin yourself. You absolutely have to know ahead of time where you're going. And I think people just want to jump straight to the, I need links. Well, yeah. Okay. That's the end goal. That's step seven. Um, that post by Lisa, by the way, is on outspoken media. And like I said, it was a couple of weeks ago, the end of May ish. Okay. So third to last week in May. Um, okay. So we've got some time left. Let's take a look at some specific tactics that maybe aren't on everybody's radar. Um, I wouldn't call them secret. As we've said, there there aren't really any secrets. But Deborah Mastiller wrote a great... Uh, no, it was in an interview she did on Search Engine People. Uh, and she kind of gave us some of her uh, tips for link building on a budget. Um, the one that I really loved was the tip about writing six articles of 800 words and then building a resource center out of it and then telling people about it so that they would tell other people about it so that eventually they would hit somebody who would link back. You know, I, I love that. I, I love the idea of building content that people want to link to. I love the idea of link magnets and things like that. Because really, that seems to me like the intent of the web anyway, is you use links to find stuff that you want. So build stuff that people want so that they can link to it. She goes she goes farther in that and saying after you've done that process... Uh, to actually take half the article or 400 words of, say, an 800-word article and then license, put a Creative Commons license and then send that to uh, related sources like Easy Articles, Go Articles, Site Reference, and other types of sites. I thought that was brilliant. I haven't heard of somebody um, being able to reframe uh, yeah. an article that way. That's uh, Yeah, pushing your content out in a way that's going to get people coming back for the rest of the information. Right. That's a really, you know, awesome thing. All right. Very cool. Well, there's lots more that you can find from Deborah, from other link building experts all over the web. And, uh, 
try to gather those up for you on the blog. Um, that's it for this week's show. Thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. If you have internet marketing questions or topics you'd like to hear about, send them to Synergy at bruceclay.com. Check out SEMSynergy.com for more info on this week's guest and topics. And tune in next week when we'll be looking at searchology and data visualization. This is Virginia, and on behalf of Bruce, Susan, Bradley, and myself, thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy.